Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to our special weekend show, Sunday Uncensored. Every week, we produce four uncensored episodes of the TimCast IRL podcast exclusively at TimCast.com, and we're going to bring you the most important for our weekend show. If you want to check out more segments just like this, become a member at TimCast.com. Now, enjoy the show. So we have this story that I find particularly disturbing, and it's part of a series of stories that have hit in the past couple of days. Boston Children's Hospital director calls for drastic increase in in capacity for gender surgeries for minors. That's the headline. Yeah, that was now, a crazy story. And then we also have this one. Here we go. Drag queen performs lap dance on student and gyrates in front of cheering children at Pride event in North Carolina. There's an image that I think nobody wants to see mm-hmm. and people need to see because on Bill Maher, I don't know if I have the tweet up right here. Is this one? That's, that's not it. That's Matthew Iglesias complaining about, not be, about being verified. No, there was a tweet where um, Winsome Sears was on Bill Maher she was great. And she said, we don't want, I don't want drag queens doing lap dances on my kids. And Bill Maher goes, well, I don't think that's happening. And she goes, it is happening. Didn't you see this? And he goes, well, I don't see this. And she goes, Bill, you got to read more. And it was a brilliant. Oh, I got to look at that. Brilliant. And She's Bill goes, so cool. I guess I do. Yeah. And, and oh, good for him. So he was humble about it. Yeah, the problem is. Because usually he's an arrogant jerk with that stuff. Yeah. So. Well, I think he's learning his lesson that he does not read. And this is the kind of stuff that is happening right now in schools. Oh, good so for him. Everybody, that, that's actually, that's progress. Yes. And um, I might I might end up going on there sh- on, on real time. I, I think don't know. you should. That would be great. Well, there's, I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to drag other people into it, but high profile conservative individuals who know Bill Maher have been asking me like. Yeah, you'd be excellent. Though. You, have multiple, you have a lot to say. That's like a but thing I, said, I can I, watch multi- lots and lots. That'd because be awesome. you're not an ideologue. You have a lot to say. Well, I would just simply be like, you're, you're allowed to not like Trump. That's fine. But. Yo, their drag queens are giving lap dances to kids. Like, here's the video. Just watch it. I would like to read like, real quick. When when they're on this show, do they not have phones? Are they made to like leave their phones behind? Because <laughs> I would just be like, you don't believe me? Here you go, Bill. And then Bill's going to be like, I am looking at a drag queen lap di- giving a lap dance for a child in a school. And I'd be like, there but it you is. You said he backed down, which was is a development because old Bill Maher would have been snarky and been like, I read plenty. and but You like, know what I mean? Like Dennis Prager when he said mm-hmm. tampons in the men's room and he started laughing at him. Yes, the whole place erupted. Yeah, so that's at least, I think Bill Maher might be learning the world has gone a little more insane than he realizes. So I think most people listening who listen to the show know all this is happening. I think this image, for those of you who want to Google search it, would be helpful if you're trying to explain to loved ones, friends, and family who don't believe you. My recommendation is always, don't be angry. Don't be agitated. Don't be adversarial. Just be like, would you just, here you go. Curious. What just, I want to look at this. Mm-hmm. And now, now people have told me it doesn't matter. They still don't care. And that's when you have to realize they like it. Okay. No, no, no. They're the, into it. Yeah. If you go to someone, you know, and say, I think this is wrong. And they say, why do you care? I don't care. You need to recognize they don't care. Conservatives keep projecting too much and thinking that these evil people can be convinced by sound arguments and reason. 
They cannot. Some people can. A lot of people will see that and go, no fucking yeah, way. Yeah, you got to plug in other like, what if it, okay, what if it was me? Put, forget about what if it, I went up to a kid in a public park and did this to them? And then they're so like, whoa, that's the, fucking oh, crazy. Sorry. No, go ahead. That, that for my own mother is helpful because like with Trump, I'm like, what if it was me getting put through this bullshit? She's like, well, that would fucking hate it. I'm like, I, you got to like disassociate from the, the emotions of. I think that's right. And, and also what I'd love to do is stop calling this drag queen gets all grindy on a guy and start being like sexual deviant. I totally agree. Cock. I think that's exactly right. Rubs cock on child. Yes. That, no, seriously. That's yeah. that's what I think that's I think the vocabulary matters. <clears throat> There's so many trans people that are awesome. And I don't want to just drag is hole. not trans drag isn't. And trans. there's so many and people that wear drag that are there's awesome. also great drag queens. I mean, the issue the issue is not like I did theater for years. I had someone who was in drag who was um, who was the MC of my show, who's actually now a very well-known trans activist uh, like on social media. And you'd, you'd know who it was if I said it. But he was doing our show for years and years and years. He was a drag queen. We had a lot of drag at the show. We had like a lot of, you know, we had like trans playwrights. We had trans performers, all this kind of stuff. And it was totally, we had a great time. It was good artwork. It was for adults. The club was for adults. The whole thing was for adults. I wanted to bring this up because I think it's actually a good segue into religion. Sure. Because I know that we were going to talk about that. And this to me is beyond moral degradation i, I gotta talk about this has been burning my mind and I, are you can you consider yourself catholic i'm christian christian uh, yeah evangelical christian but i have a great respect for catholics one yeah. of the things about catholicism that i think is getting me right now is that okay people like matt walsh and i don't want to call you out by name matt because you're not here but let's talk about it when i see you is that saying boys can't be girls boys are boys girls are girls okay let's live in reality i'm into that but don't tell me that a spirit impregnated a woman because we're in this reality game now and i can't take reality advice from someone that is trying to tell me that a ghost got a girl pregnant 2000 years ago. <laughs> Charlie looks at me. I think it's a gross oversimplification of what people believe. And I have a feeling yeah. if people start to admit that that is fantastical, that people from the other side or whatever, people that are trans are like, you know what? Okay. I can start to take, maybe boys are boys and we can be trans women too, but boys are boys. I can see like if people start to all kind of accept reality at once that it might bring some people together okay so your question is with the incarnation of mary getting impregnated by she said a spirit it was probably a roman guy and it would have been executed his family would have been killed mary would have been killed so they're like well let's we gotta we gotta can't be honest about this we gotta tell jesus's dad was the god i do think that there are things that we have to take on faith so i think it's also very unrealistic to believe that a man rose from the dead after being crucified and hung out and you know suffocating to death over a period of hours. I think it's very unlikely to believe that someone rose from the dead after experiencing that, after being, you know, like put in clothes, uh, you know, wrapped up in a shroud and put, put behind a, a rock. But we have to take things on faith. We have to believe in order to believe everything that comes with it. And, yes, and I want to, I... real quick, just I want to yeah. say, there's a big difference between someone being like, there are things that exist beyond our understanding in, in reality and things that exist beyond our capabilities and power and that may have a factor in our existence. And there's a difference between that and then saying something like surgically removing a child's penis makes him a girl. Yeah, there's a difference there's, between saying there are things greater than my understanding and that for sure a spirit impregnated a woman. Right, but, well, but Ian, listen. But you, there's, there's you, more to it than surgery that as well. And, the, surgery and hormones does not make a boy or a girl or a girl a boy. That is not physical reality. Arguing about something faith-based supernatural is an entirely different but, area. But there's also, there's also, we do know that there are people who are more comfortable 
presenting as the opposite sex and being seen as much as possible as the opposite sex, right? And that's, that is something that we've seen throughout history. But that does not mean that medical technology is capable of changing a person from one sex to another. Yeah, well, let's let, let Charlie. Yeah, so I, the, the, ent- the entire Christian faith and everything we believe, especially this Easter week, all hinges on the resurrection. That's the whole ballgame. And so there's, there's two things that create, that make Christianity, Genesis 1-1 and the resurrection. If those two things are true, everything else in the Bible can be true, from the incarnation to Jonah and the whale. And so the resurrection is the most, by ancient historical standards, the most documented event we have ever seen, right? Most eyewitnesses, least to gain, people do things for sex, money, and power. The people that wrote about it did not gain sex, money, or power. In fact, they all died a rather brutal death because of the documentation from the female witnesses to the eight extra biblical accounts. And so I guess my question, Ian, would be for you, what do you, what do you think happened with the resurrection? Because in some ways, it's the most celebrated, most documented event. I'm just curious, what do you believe? A couple of possibilities. One is his body was stolen. But they, they, they say they saw him walking around. Yes, that's so correct. So it's possible that they buried him when he was still alive? They thought he was okay, dead? Okay, that one... I could respond to that, but continue. Roman crucifixion is almost impo- impossible to survive. That's like ancient zombies. That was the idea that they would throw people in the grave without knowing that they were real, and they'd climb out and be like, I'm not quite dead. Yeah, and the, they'd be the, like, oh my God. The Romans dead. were really good at making sure the person on a cross was dead. So, But the second one is a stolen body, right? That doesn't explain then the people who saw him after the event. So those are two separate things, right? Was he not actually killed when he was put in the tomb or was he, you know, was the body actually stolen by his lucky land casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky, lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Believers. Also, hearsay could be part of it. Like someone thought they saw a guy that looked like him and said they saw him, and then someone else was like, yeah, actually, me too. And then it's So in order for that to be true, why then would the people closest to him then die voluntarily based on a belief, that, like a hearsay? Because everyone around him, including his half-brother, died a brutal death based on the testimony following. Yeah, I imagine it like you see these movies where they're torturing a guy being like, tell us where you hid the money. And the guy really doesn't know. And it's like, I don't know. And they're like, then I'm going to electrocute your balls. Like, I was but, they, a, but they could have they could have avoided the torture. If they, and they didn't. That, that, that's my that's my point. So, so it makes it compelling in the very least. Right. Well, I'll put it this way. I'm, I'm not uh, Christian. I believe in God. But my, my attitude is simply this. I think if somebody, you know, right now we have all of these liberals talking about simulation theory. And you've got these powerful, prominent thinkers saying the likelihood that we exist in a simulation is probably near one. And it's like, okay, 
Well, if you can believe that. Yes. Then you can certainly believe that the person who made the simulation clicked resurrect on the body of Jesus Christ. I tend to believe that there is a God watching quantum physics in action, seeing the cosmic microwave background radiation looks like a web of energy. Like there's something going on that's Paul. This universe seems to be sentient, but the the man-made stories about it. I am very cautious about. And I hear the caution, right? And what I, what I would just challenge you to think about and to meditate is that the resurrection was not an isolated incident that just one person turned into, turned into a mythological narrative, right? You have Josephus, Josephus that talked about it, who was a Roman historian. Mm-hmm. You have Maimonides, who's one of the most, who was also known as Ramban, who was one of the main authors of a Talmudic commentary who talked about it. The... Um, the Babylonian Talmud talks about Jesus and his testimony. So you have all these extra biblical accounts. But you also then have the core canon, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, that all support the same story with different details. So it didn't come from the same spot, right? And so the question is then why? I have another theory. Yeah, go ahead, okay, please. A lot of drugs were used back then, and they're not really in the texts, unfortunately. But there's a lot of hallucinogenic If activity. that's true, then why did Paul directly call out pharmakia as being that from Satan? Oh, interesting. Not all of them. Not all of them. But, but and isn't that but, in and Jesus Revelation declined, as well? Jesus declined that's opiates correct. at his death. Yeah, so if that's true and they were under pharmacological influence, then Paul would be rejecting a tradition of people in Jesus's close circle. He said that pharmakia, which is the Greek term for drug use, was a gateway to well, There's people the today underworld. that say like, I don't do drugs, but they drink coffee. Caffeine's a drug, but they don't consider it a drug. Sure. So maybe- So the question is, what would be, and here's, so here's, here's the counter argument to the drug argument, is that if you're on drugs and Tim's on drugs and I'm on drugs, we're all going to have separate hallucinogenic experiences. Possibly. But have you heard of this phenomenon? Sorry to interrupt. Did you have more to say? No, but tell me how we would all be hallucinating the same there's thing. There's a phenomenon DMT. called yeah, there's that a phenomenon happens. called um <laughs> the uh, the phantom DNA experiment that they've done where they take a piece of DNA in a vacuum and they bombard it with electrons for a while or photons, photons for a okay. while. Then they remove the DNA and the photons stay there revolving around it as if the DNA was still there. So that's a real scientific experiment where maybe the perception like Jesus's spirit was still there. And they're able to kind of visualize it. Okay, I was I was thinking we were going to talk about morality, religious. Well, no, morality. we can. Yeah, but I, I but, wanted to talk know. about that too, and no, I wanted I just, to talk I about just, Jesus I, I, coming I, I to I Jerusalem. Want, we, we can we could just turn the page on it. I, but it is Holy Week, so I think it's important. Is that we must acknowledge that the resurrection, the belief of the resurrection, is the most important event that built the West, right? People's belief in it because it built modern Christianity. And you might not agree with it or disagree with it. So at least studying it and looking at all the angles of it and all the arguments and counter arguments, I think is really healthy because whether Jesus was stolen from the tomb or rose from the dead, our entire civilization hinges on the answer to that question. Our entire concept of the difference between good and bad. And how, to, that's, how to treat other people. That That is also correct. And, yes. at, and again, like I said, I'm not Christian. I do believe in God. But I think you'll notice a lot of people recognizing that the decline in religion is coinciding with the, the rise I in... I completely agree. Histrionic personality well. disorder. Yeah. Uh, social, uh, uh, like... Drag performers giving live dances to kids. Yeah. Like, this it, is what Nietzsche warned us about in... Yeah. Beyond good and evil, right. mm-hmm. but it's—I'll it's, it's, put it, I'll, this right here but, but, is what but, but, Nietzsche but tried to warn way. us about. You can go too far into the order side, and you can go oh, too course. far into the chaos. Look, side. look at the Islamic yeah. world, right? And, so and true. So the lack of belief in God probably is what's leading people to ca- this weird finding, they, trying to find they pleasure think on they Earth. They are God, 
And that's the problem. It's not necessarily the lack of religion, but the lack of belief in God. I think a lot of human religions have twisted God to make it about the pastor. And you're like, I have to listen to you to get in touch with God now. And it's like, yes, now pay your tithe and can keep coming here so I can keep telling you what God is. And you're like, dude, God is real. It's like vibrating me right now. Well, I, I think you're right in some sense, but the Christian claim is not that the past, let's put that aside, the word is the centerpiece, right? As we say, it's the logos in John 1. And so we believe the word never returns void, but absent a structure or a narrative, which we believe is the truth, the 66 books of the Bible with one author, the divine, then it all falls apart. But your belief in God being, you know, let's just say, all, let's just say in every crevice and every vibration or being in nature, is that a fair way to say? I through everything, yeah. it seems. Yes, that that is not traditional Christian theology. Do you think it's more important that a, a huge amount of people th think that God, like, define God the same way, yes. or more important that Absolutely. everyone has a relationship with God? Well, I think that you must have a relationship with the true God, not a fake God. But the, the, I think for society, you must have ethical monotheism. The way I see true God is that you can look at God ethical as a monotheistic monotheism. thing. You can see yeah. it as one, or you can divide it into segments and see it as three. See, I, I think that's a mistake, and I think the founders would yeah. agree. So, so you have polytheism, you have multiple moralities. Monotheism, you have one agreed-upon general morality. Now, you can have a lot of flex in those joints, but the Founding Fathers, when they wrote the laws of nature and nature's God, they defied God by four different characteristics. Above nature, moral, personal, and holy. Every Founding Father believed God were those four things. Sorry, I can't uh, we, I can we, keep we, riffing we, on this. Well, no, no, we've got limited, we've got, we, got, we don't have time yeah. because Josh's got to bounce. So we've no, got but, to, we're gonna, we're no, gonna, I can keep going, but yeah, the, the abuse by Christians does not mean that the standard set by Christianity is untrue. That's a separate exactly. issue. I, that's that's I a great point. But we, we, should, we should jump to callers. We should, we should go to our callers Because I could agree with Christian hypocrisy and abuse all day long. That doesn't mean that the ideal is wrong. I'm sorry, Tim. No, no, let's, let's, uh, I, I don't want to, I want to, I love you guys out there, by the way. Thank you for listening. Give an opportunity to our Discord members to, uh, yes. to follow up on these questions and oh conversations gosh, yeah. too. So let's, uh, let's grab somebody. Right on. I uh, hope you guys are ready. Uh, we're going to take a Burtman 58 first. A Burtman, huh? Yeah, I see a lot of Burt chat in the, in the chat, chat. So. <laughs> oh, that meme was good. Uh, I think Normal they are muted themselves. Um, I thought the little mute here was then muted. Oh, yeah, there you go. Burtman 58, you're with us right now. What's going on? Awesome. How's it going, guys? Good. Pretty good. All right, so my question for Tim is, uh, what is your vision for this community, like this whole Discord chat? And uh, how much do you think we can realistically achieve by connecting not only here on the Discord, but, you know, having meetups together and like, whatnot, you know? So I'm a, an elite member, and I mean, we've already started talking about doing local meetups and whatnot with just within the states. And, you know, what more can we do to grow the culture? And what can we do to reach the people who are on the far left or far right that, won't join something like this but how can we reach out to them oh man with them? that last one is tough mm -hmm. i will say that um if you saw me tweet we just i i've been we're, we've been working with the government to try and figure out in west virginia how to do a poker club which is we've been talking about the elite social club we want to do poker with the boys and we might be able to combine the two now and actually have poker with the boys filmed on location where elite members can actually hang out while we're doing other production and potentially even play in these games if they're interested. Not everybody plays poker, I know. But uh, the idea, uh, it was a great idea where someone asked about having Troy Nails, these members of Congress, play among us like AOC did. And that's like, you know, that's not really the vibe for like a middle-aged Republican <laughs> politician. But imagine you guys who are elite members are hanging out in this private space 
you're interacting with people like uh, Bertman or you're uh, there while Poker with the Boys is being filmed live on a Friday night, Saturday or Sunday, whoever, however many shows we do, or you actually h- hang out to the point where we're like, why don't you come play on the show and we will stake you, we, like, we will sponsor you to play here. So you don't got to worry about buying or wh- however end up a- able to legally do it. I can't speak for. Oh, I, would, I would love to do that. I love playing poker, and that's one of the things. Like, there you go. I that's, would love to do that. It'd that's what I'm saying. On there and play. And I think this will be huge because it will be like when AOC played Among Us, having like Charlie Kirk playing Texas Hold'em against AOC. Be hilarious. If we could ever get someone yeah. like AOC, but having like, I'm sure we could probably get someone like Ro Khanna, you know, maybe. And we'll say it's meant to be a friendly game that's more unifying and fun and silly and not overtly political. Know, right. So that could be interesting for be sure. I'll yeah. do it in a second. I don't know if they would. But, but you know, I think for someone like Ro Khanna and Troy Nails, like pe- they see each other every day, they'd probably be like, okay, let's do this. We might be able to get some Democrats. And then we would just be like, we're not going to make it overly political. We're going to play a friendly game that brings us together. And I think that's healing. Um, so that's one thing. That's one thing. Obviously, I'm really excited about it. As for the community, I think first, the idea from last week that we do Fridays as this Friday sponsor spot pre-show is for the members one of the most brilliant things i've ever heard so being a member and then submitting like here's my company here's what we do like maybe you're an artist maybe you're a musician you're you're a member you're already sponsoring the show we shout out one person every friday that's our dedicated spot to shout somebody out from the membership that right there is huge because then the right everyone else who watches the show is going to hear about your business and it's like a media version of what public square is doing so the more we can shout out and help build culture and through this community, the better off we are. And then the other simple thing is we're just going to try for like the elite club, try and find more ways to just keep all of you involved in the things we're doing. So probably what we'll do when we're in Austin is I'm not going to say anything publicly, but for the people who are in Austin, I'll put a message in the elite club and be like, this is where we're hanging out. Come hang out with us. Ooh. So it's like. Nice. It, it, and it's like the, 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 the monetary gate of being the elite club is a combination of factors of we don't want crazy weirdos to come and harass us. And we want to build something of value for the company with a value proposition, allocate those resources towards building more things, and then make it worthy, valuable for all of you guys who are members. One That's thing- one of the things I love about what you're doing is cre- you're creating a community. Like it's actually real people talking to each other, hanging out. You know, I got a really good idea. I love that. <laughs> well, so we're going to be in Austin this next weekend. We're I'm going to be in Austin too. But we're going to be, we're getting, I will not be. We're oh. getting there this weekend. And then the whole week we're doing our shows from Austin. Mm-hmm. And then we're doing Friday night IRL live. Mm-hmm. But this weekend, we're going to have a special elite member meetup. And I think it's going to be one of the most fun things ever. But I'm only going to say where it's going to be once we're already there for yeah, security you gotta, you reasons. Be, these people are out of control. Nice. You gotta be careful with that. <laughs> well, just for security reasons, we're gonna go to the location. Then we're gonna, I'm gonna post in the elite club, like this is where we're hanging out. Come hang out with us. Cool. And I think when we do, people are gonna be like, that's the coolest shit ever. So if you happen to be in the Austin area, hopefully it all works out. You never know with these things, but yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, you know hopefully that's I love what you guys are building here. As an entrepreneur, it's really special and it's self-sustainable. It's You guys need to grow and make it bigger. One thing I've noticed about how to create culture, grow culture, Bert, to answer your question a little bit more, is to make YouTube videos, make videos, make Rumble videos, make videos. Because it's like when you look at a culture, a spore culture in a Petri dish, 
you'll notice it starts to grow and expand in one area and then all of a sudden a spore will land in another area of the dish and another community will begin to grow from that single spore and it'll start to happen all over and then synergistically you'll see all these different cultures growing at once creating a mega culture and that's what i found happens when the people that watch youtube videos start to make youtube videos Mm. and it it compounds say again i don't know if you guys have saw i've seen on the uh discord but there is currently a burtoning that is happening and Bert is now the leader of the discord and, good i mean it's spreading to twitter and it's spreading other places but yes Bert you is see? now our leader that's great and uh just the idea that other people who are working here are talking with you guys so you're getting a direct connection with the crew and the team is helping spread the influence you know like if you guys share stories in the discord that our our staff and crew end up seeing it just networks us better so we're on the same page a lot more and we learn things faster i think it's all around, just hitting the nail on the head. Well, yeah, and that's what, I don't know if, I mean, you've talked to Bert about it, but I mean, there's a story that I sent him about, you know, some stuff that is going on around me and, you know, he's working on trying to get the story published about it, but it's cool. just cool to be able to actually have these connections and get things to start moving and go. Yeah. Yeah, that's very and, cool. And I think we've already got this building and we are working on licensing for this club. I think it's going to be lit. It's going to be like, a redneck social club. I want to come hang out there. And you, and and you're, yeah. I mean, how yeah. cool is that? You know? And so. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, overplayed by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, uh, third floor of this building, we're going to have, I, I think it'll be cool if we have video games. We have... Can we have Miss Pac-Man? Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> I was thinking more like PS5 game. or something, uh, you know, Overwatch. I just, and... I just want one of those old time, you know. But also a couple poker tables. I, where, I can't wait for that. <clears throat> where hopefully we're, we're trying to get actual licensing for legitimate poker stakes. So you can actually buy in and do all that stuff. I think that's, that's the first step towards community building. But then we're hoping to uh, expand these and have, you know, clubs and coffee shops all over the place. So I used to, I used to be in residence at this uh, <coughs> poetry club downtown new york city and uh they closed in 2012 which was like the beginning of the end of new york city as far as i'm concerned but i i'm stoked to get to hang out somewhere with people where there's like you know maybe art and coffee and drinks yep. and doing stuff it's gonna be cool booze will be another story create new community i love it <clears throat> yeah, Absolutely. all, of us, so all of us elite members are really looking forward to it but one last thing is you know like with the topic of policing and whatnot i am a police officer and I would love to be able to talk to you guys about like all the different, you know, all your guys' different views on police work and whatnot, since I kind of have an inside view into it. That would be awesome. And just imagine, hopefully in the next couple of months, we get this space set up 
and you're hanging out in the third floor and you're playing a poker game with Michael Malice and you're explaining to him the things he doesn't understand about policing and then hearing him make his political ideological arguments, I think that would be brilliant. And Bert in the chat yeah. just shouted out Liberty Emmons. I'm sorry, say Liberty Emmons? Oh, no, Liberty yeah. Emmons. All right. That's great. <clears throat> well, let's, uh, uh, Bertman, hopefully we, we gave you, uh, you know, I always try to make sure we give everyone adequate time, but I appreciate you, you uh, calling in. We're going to try and get to more people because I don't know how much time Charlie has. You tell me, man. All right. Well, so right. Uh, thanks for calling in, brother. And Thank we're going to we're going to jump forward. Cheers. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks Later, for having man. me. Later. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Jeff, the handyman. I like the uh, the handle. That's quite good. Handle handy. Nice. You're with us, man. How are you? Doing good. Uh, Great. Handyman is what I do for uh, a living. So it kind of fits, too. Oh, yeah. Nice. Right here, man. What's going on? So, I had a question. You guys were talking about the getting things back down to the state and local level, and that's great, but I live in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, Seattle, Portland dominate the whole state. Toward the state has something. There's enough voters there. They make it happen. So how do we stop that from happening to where we don't have these whole western states that are just two big city centers controlling all this territory? You secede. Yeah. And join Greater Idaho. Join Idaho, man. That's what you gotta do. <laughs> we want you in Idaho. Please join. I don't know what you think. Unfortunately, I'm about an hour south of Seattle, so that's hard to do. I don't know what you do uh, about yeah, I mean, that. Seattle's a disaster. I, 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 I'll take my own personal yeah. story. I, Tim, you will resonate with this. We're both Chicago guys, right? Uh, I would love to live in Illinois still. I think it used oh, yeah. to be, uh, what it used to be. I would live in the Midwest in a second, but I had to. I had to leave to be in a place that was consistent with my values. So I live in Arizona now, and so. I think moving is tough. It's pain in the tail. It's not ideal. Libby, you could, I don't know if you're comfortable I moved sharing right your after, story. I moved yeah. right after Christmas. I left New York yeah. after being there for 20 something years. Yeah. Um, after never, after literally never wanting to live anywhere else ever. Honorary right wing nut job now. And now I'm an honorary right wing nut <laughs> so job. I'm I, a New York expat. And, you know, I miss the city, but I'm pretty happy about it. Yeah. I mean, I miss parts of Chicago, but lar- most of it's gone. And yeah. but you just got to go build a life in a new place and find people that you love and, lean into it so i just seattle's not going to become a right-wing paradise anytime soon ever yeah really <laughs> kind of sad I mean. but i mean i was too. just in miami and i was just in fort lauderdale i mean there's so much amazing pro-freedom activity happening yeah. down there it's refreshing it's beautiful it's organic it's authentic it's bottom up it's patriotic i feel like i'm back in america when i'm in florida i really do i'm mm-hmm. like wow this is amazing i feel that way when i'm in parts of arizona too so um yeah i i think i don't i'm not telling you to move but it's not going to happen and based on your current geographic situation, as we're, you described. We're, we're moving. So well, we've already got half the house picked up, packed up. My wife's job is 100% remote, and I can start a new business wherever we land. So it's just a uh, matter of finding the right place to, to set down roots We'd again. love to have you yeah. in uh, Phoenix, years. Arizona. It's the yeah. uh, fastest growing city in America. So consider wow. that. Yeah, it was so yeah. nice, and 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 that's actually a good Isn't point it? because Arizona needs more. We need more right wingers, yeah, freedom loving individuals. Yeah, I put it, you know, <laughs> because I mean, you can if liberty like, lovers. Jimmy like Dore is a good yeah. dude. He would help fix Arizona. All we the would same. we would open anybody that believes in the promise of the founding, come to Arizona. I liked Phoenix go. the couple times I've been there. It's I I, I I've I, been there for your events. I've traveled all fifty states yeah. twice over. I've traveled two thousand nine hundred and seven days in the last decade. I've been to over twelve countries. My favorite place in the world is Arizona. There's no there's wow. no place I'd rather live. Huh. Right on. All right, man. Uh, get all your questions in. 
yeah otherwise we'll uh, yeah that's cool i just i've been member since day one and uh listening since you were doing like 10 shows a day (laughs) i mean i'm starting to pick it back up you know (laughs) hey anyways jeff Uh, you're it's perfect now (laughs) appreciate it man thanks for calling in thanks jeff thanks man later see you man uh we got patriot one and only coming up next how are you patriot with a zero i'm assuming or capital o looks like a zero though it's a zero cool okay wasn't sure how are you bro hi hi guys how you doing indistinguished lady good (laughs) all good thanks for asking thanks what's happening man well like the caller before my state of pa is pretty much going the same way as illinois so i can feel for him even in the middle i thought just on the edges Mm. yeah yeah it's it's the eastern it's the eastern portion in pittsburgh well, I mean, West Virginia is right there. West Virginia's calling country roads. It's yeah, pretty man. close. <laughs> yep. You got to drive through that awful strip of Maryland, though. But, you know, then you then you make it. And it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, what's your question, caller? <laughs> what's going on? I think we still got a handyman in here. Uh, nope. Nope. No, just you. No, we don't. Thanks for checking me, though. No, but we don't have him. It's just you. Oh, there friend. isn't? No, no, no. Just you. What's up? Oh, okay. I could hear somebody else. The um, So my question actually was, um, how do we convince the Republicans, conservatives, the disaffected, non-woke people, how do we get them to stay peaceful after all this has been happening? Because a lot of them are getting tired of being beat down. Yeah, I don't know. That's that. That's one of the things I was talking to Charlie about earlier. It's like, you know, he was saying that we have a lot of pull in making sure people stay calm and remain calm. We need to. I agree we need to because they want the violence so they can weaponize it. That's correct. But I don't know I, how. I, yep. But if people are losing it because they're angry and they've lost faith, it's like you can. I don't know, man. So how do we keep people peaceful? Those of us that have platforms have a moral obligation to continue to communicate a pursuit of dialogue and speech as the answer. I disagree a little bit with what Tim said. You said that if they remanded him, we would go to a civil war. I, I don't agree with that. I think we have. Americans are far actually really reluctant to go to a full-blown civil war. I think that has been a pattern we've seen. I mean, if COVID didn't bring us to that, then I don't think remanding Donald Trump would. Do I think there would be rolling Trump riots? Maybe. Um, I'm not saying riots. I'm saying we go to civil war because confidence in law enforcement wouldn't exist anymore. And that would be the point at which— too many speculative steps for me, but you could be right. I'm, I, I think once confidence in the system is shattered— and we've already seen it without Donald Trump. The ball, the snowball has already started rolling down the hill with these videos of people rampaging through grocery stores and through department stores, stealing whatever they want. Just like the garbage bag people. Exactly. Yeah. So the fact is that that con- pisses so me off. Confidence in government is a person knows in their heart if they do something like that, they go to prison. But now no one believes that. There, there. When you see a video of a garbage a person with a garbage bag loading up at a store, they are yep. telling you there is no order to the system. Yeah. Yeah. If Donald Trump well, it, goes, it's worse than that. I'll tell you what in a second. But if yeah. but if Donald Trump gets remanded or this escalates, yeah. the right will no longer believe the same thing. It's worse. It's Sam Francis's term, anarcho tyranny. Yeah, mm-hmm. where it's one of the great essays ever written, and he was kind of blacklisted for years, and it's too bad because it's a fabulous essay. That we're living through what he what he really uh, foresaw and he prophesied, which is anarchy in the streets of the order of society, tyranny on the petty political stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly I believe that saying, still yeah. in the states that we have the opportunity if 
many of the states band together and try and curtail the federal power anyway. We still have that within our legislatures. Even in my state, we're still at 50-50 without the governorship. And our state has mechanisms that the legislature can use if they gain just a little more power from one side for constitutional amendments and things like that. But the southern states have even better opportunities. But once those um, checks and balances fail, I don't think we're going to be able to hold that many people back anymore. And, and the final thing that I'll say that we didn't really touch on as much in this whole program, we talked very briefly, is you just have to be really focused on what you are doing, your own moral action, your life journey towards the pursuit of the good. Are you getting married? Are you having children? Are you working? Are you earning? Are you doing things that reflect eternal purposes? A lot of the politics stuff is so incredibly frustrating, I'll be honest. And even those of us that talk about it all day long, you have to always ask yourself the question, am I becoming a stronger person? Am I reading more? Am I becoming more knowledgeable? Am I becoming wiser? Am I diving deeper? Am I you know, developing spiritually? Am I maturing in other ways? I think you would agree, Tim, that is actually what will save the country and save yourself. If you just think it's a political salvation, I think it's, that's dangerous. It's, that, that's what I keep saying. It's not that people became radicalized. It's that children were radicalized already and they're growing up and we're seeing their influence yes, as adults. That's been a huge deal. If if you get away from cities, homeschool your kids, have a bunch of kids, we're make gonna money, homeschool, yeah. Then in twenty years, there won't be a conflict because your kids will be the ones running the entire machine. Become self sufficient. You have to you gotta buy land. You gotta get out of the cities. You have to build community. I believe Built, well, join a church or a synagogue or whatever. You have to teach your kids self-sufficiency as well. Yes. To teach them how to be reliant. I, agree. I mean, one of the, yeah, like one of the things I'm always telling my son is, you know, you're going to grow up in, to be a resilient and strong and capable man who takes care of himself and the people that he loves. Like I just, that's the expectation. The expectation doesn't like about his job or his influence or anything else. The expectation is that he will be a good and strong man. Amen. Yeah, right on, man. I love the purpose, having purpose. When I get disillusioned and, and think like that, I, I think about the space elevator and how I have to build one. I have to be a part of this process. And that just gives me something else to focus on other than anger. Space elevator the, is the, good, the, I suppose. The Greeks had a great word for purpose. It's called telos. We get the word mm -hmm. telescope telos, from it, yeah. which oh, yeah. means far out yeah. in the distance, that which we aim for. Oh, so wow. everyone needs to think about what is your telos. All right, we should, uh, we should definitely jump onto the next call, though. So, Patriot, thanks so much for, for hanging out. Thank you, guys. All right, have a good man. You too. Cheers. Uh, last, of course, we have Redimir Soul. I believe that is how you say it. How are you? Uh, can't tell if you're female or male. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. No idea. I'm a guy. Can y'all hear me? Hey. It's a guy. What's How's up? How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Just chilling, man. Chilling. All right. First shout out to Charlie. I uh, grew up in Arizona. Grew up in Buckeye. Oh, awesome. Great state. Cool. Sweet. Um, cool stuff. Yeah, I moved here. Yeah, I moved here uh, a sophomore year to Tennessee, where I live now. Another good spot. And uh, I was actually at a Easter, early Easter dinner on Sunday, and I was talking to my fiance's 
brother is a police officer at Hendersonville, which is a town, the city right next over from Nashville. And he was telling me that they got an intel briefing about the uh, the shooter in Nashville and about the manifesto. And basically all of the things that people are assuming is in there is in there. Stuff like, you know, Christians are committing a trans genocide. Whoa. This is the only way to fight back. I've heard this from three or four sources, too. You've heard this already? I've been careful to say it publicly. uh, Sorry. No, continue. It's my fault, please. It's very important. Uh, Yeah, just that um, the Nashville DA and mayor are very left-leaning, and they're doing their best to not get it released because of what they think the optics are going to be afterwards. Mm. And my question... uh, because I'm, I'm very dissatisfied with our representation here, Blackburn especially. Um, I actually called her office about Robin Starbucks, didn't get a reply. But um, what can we do to put pressure, like y'all over here, why are us as individuals to uh, put pressure on the state to try to get this released? Could you like a Freedom of Information Act type request, the state level ones? That's an interesting, yeah. I mean, it's very, I think it's simple. I think, not simple, but I think one of the victim's families just has to sue. If, if we don't get it anytime soon, and, yeah, and they, they, they will probably get it, and so they said they're going to release it. The FBI yeah, after, did, yeah, after they, they said complete after a profile. F- a Wait, so why does the FBI have jurisdiction if they haven't opened a hate crime investigation? Right. Why has no one asked that question? I think you just did. I didn't ask because I didn't know. <laughs> I don't know the the technicals about it. But. Well, the FBI doesn't have jurisdiction over the a, Nashville it's police. It's a local crime. It's the a Nashville, Nashville It's a local police. crime unless there's a hate crime. But what right. was weird is it, that's interesting because the Nashville police said that they would release it after the FBI did a review. Yes. Yeah, so somebody. So why is that? Somebody in DC yeah. knew what this was. Here's my guess, yeah. and I'm, it's a speculation. I was wrong about Maggie Haberman, so I could be wrong about this. But here's my guess: you is that that water? Yeah, I, I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> my, my guess is that they were tracking and communicating with this girl on Discord or one of the chat oh, servers. Yeah. Radicalizing. They do say that it yep. was that Maybe. she was planning it for months. Maybe, but I think yep. that, I think they that had her spotted. Today. I think they had her on a list. And my very dark, I hope I'm wrong theory. Please pray I'm wrong. Is that this got mucked up in the bureaucracy because she was a trans person? So do you think this is would then be then a hate crime? So that's why they're trying to keep it on federal well it would be so they're actually they're resisting a hate crime call right because then that would then justify a narrative they don't like which is that yeah like that it's christians are being slaughtered because hate crimes against christians are not exactly in vogue right now no (laughs) No, one likes very much so and so has there have there been any american hate crimes against christians well they're all the time right but i mean has it been prosecuted like that i'm sure there has been i just is it pop it's most of it gets muslims or blacks or because hate crimes themselves it's only a relatively recent it's a recent phenomenon yeah and so and also to prosecute a hate crime is a much higher standard yeah you have to have total intent right yes Mm -hmm. and so if if i could um I do remember, I don't know if this happened, I doubt it, in the United States, but I remember seeing stories about Canada and the UK about people burning churches down. Yep. Yeah, yeah in but, Canada, oh, yeah. That was a so whole, that's a whole exactly big thing in Canada. Yeah, yeah, no one got charged with a hate crime for the burning of St. John's Church outside of, um, outside of the White House. No I one. think they lied about Notre Dame. You oh, think, do you think, you it, think, was, it, was the, somebody, you think it was the Islamic? I don't know about that. I'm just saying... If they're, what did they say, like a cigarette was lit or something? Or a, they said. a bunch of nonsense. And I'm like, we just saw, we, we're seeing waves of churches get burned down. Right. I don't know who's doing it. For but that, it's across I don't, I'm Canada not, for sure. But I don't want to blame, you know, Islam. I blame the left. Hmm. Like, if, if I was going to have a conspiracy theory, it, w- it would be that leftists are the ones doing it. Yeah. But I don't know for sure. All I know is, if there's a bunch of church, churches starting on fire, 
and then Notre Dame starts on fire, my immediate assumption isn't another accident happened. Right. Yeah. And so super the, quick, uh, if I could, but my phone is about to die, but um, I have a request. You know. Yeah. Um, so I haven't heard this talked about um, too much exactly, but um, there's this whole, you know, what people are talking about, a wave of anti-Semitism and whatnot. And from what I've noticed, um, and I, I, I ask this of y'all because I know that you've had a uh, Hotep Jesus on before. We have. I've seen uh, it's pretty prevalent in the rap community, and he has a lot of videos um, pushing the idea that uh, black people are the real Jews and the whole black Hebrew Israelite ideology. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's growing and growing and growing from what I've noticed. Yeah. Um, he's been on all these people's shows, and nobody's asked him about it. We're not allowed I'm to. Pretty sure that's what Kanye started getting. We're not, we'll get banned from YouTube in two seconds. Oh, is that right? Well, you yeah. can't ask somebody about their views. If 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 Hotep Jesus starts talking, this is what YouTube protects. This right. is what YouTube protects. Oh, this so is what Twitter protects. This is what Facebook protects. These are cross-examination of bad ideas. If so, not that uh, I'm not super familiar with Hotep Jesus on this one. That that. So that I'll own up to, and maybe maybe we should know that if that's what he's pushing, because I would absolutely push him out on this. There's bunches of videos of him talking about it. There are quite a few. Yeah, because I didn't know that. I never get really. I know that offended. he was like inching towards it last time I was in the show, and I was like, "What's he trying to get at here?" Like, right. I, I didn't know that he. But but here, my point is this: the most it, it drives me absolutely fucking insane that YouTube protects people who have the most abhorrent views, because if I challenge them, YouTube will ban us. Yeah, I think they let them be so unchallenged. I was wondering if that was the case. I appreciate the clarity. Fucking on that. YouTube. Yeah. But but in, in, in reference to Hotep Jesus, I did not know he held those views. So I don't even find him that offensive. Like that like Kanye, was, obviously, I pushed back on. If, if there were black people that are descended from Israelites, fuck, that's cool. Well, like, there's the twelve tribes. Yeah, Levi was well, one of yeah. them. Judah was one of them. Then the Jews mm-hmm. came from well, Judah's Ju- tribe. Judah sold his brother into slavery. He was the one that sold uh, Joseph into slavery. Mm-hmm. Interesting. If you remember the story? But you know what's yeah. fascinating about brutal. being uh, the fascinating part to me about Joseph being sold into slavery is that if Joseph wasn't sold into slavery, the Israelites all would have starved to death in that famine. Yeah, that he wouldn't have gone to Egypt, and then his brothers wouldn't have, wouldn't have come to, back to beg for right. Because he ended up yeah. going to Egypt. He ended up getting very powerful. And so when his brothers came to like look for food in Egypt, he was able to give it That's to them. That's right. And there's this long dialogue in four or five chapters where they don't even know it's him. It's fascinating. He decides not to tell them. Yes, that's right. It's and this very sure dramatic. Yeah, and they're, they're so weeping and it's unbelievably beautifully well, written. The, yeah, name, who, the people, so it was jo- Joseph? Well, so Joseph had 11 brothers. He was the youngest, right? So Joseph could interpret dreams mm. and it wasn't him. It was God interpreting dreams through him. He was very clear about that. And he was the favorite of... Yaakov, Jacob, Israel, mm-hmm. right? And it, it says in the original Hebrew, he was a child of Jacob's old age, which means it was just, he was a child of delight. He just found a lot of joy in him. And he fa- he had na- favoritism towards Joseph. Gave him like this really nice jacket. Nice jacket. Like a grandfather. Yeah, probably. and then, so then his brothers basically plotted and be like, we're taking this guy on the road and threw him into a ditch and then basically didn't know what was going to happen of him. They lied, of obviously, to his father. They said, oh, something happened to him. And he got he got then sold into slavery to Egypt, got into throne in the prison in Egypt, won favor by interpreting dreams in Egypt, grew close to Pharaoh. And then he basically has a dream about a famine, predicts the famine, makes Egypt survive. Wow. And then his eleven, his ten brothers, because there's one brother that was missing that I, I think it was Benjamin. Mm-hmm. That yeah, and Benjamin was his, the same brother of yes, his mother. That's right. The rest of the brothers were his half brothers. Yeah, we're, we're ten half brothers. They come back, and the book of Genesis basically ends with Joseph and his brothers basically taking over the Egyptian government. 
And mm-hmm. Pharaoh was really cool. And then the turning point verse in the Torah is in Exodus 1-7 where it says, and then a king came over Egypt who did not know Joseph. Yeah, it was a bad Pharaoh who showed up. Yeah, basically it's like we forgot about what Joseph did for us. But don't forget, Joseph was me too before he ended up in Pharaoh's palace. That's right. Palace. He, he was falsely accused yeah. for sleeping and adult and trying to be a, commit adultery with <laughs> Pharaoh's wife. Too'd. No, it was it was his. Uh, it was like the the Pharaoh. soldier guy. It wasn't Pharaoh yet. Remember? Cause oh, he is was that in right? The, he was in the house of like the guard. No, you're you're right. Yeah, and but the it was, gar- I and thought the guard's it was wife Fer- was fa- was like hot for him. You're right. It's yeah. it actually goes out of its way to say Joseph was a good looking man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the and Hebrew, so, what a life. So like the, he was so a stud. he ended yeah so he ended up getting me too. That's when he got thrown into prison. Yeah, and then he interpreted and then the dreams. Yeah, I, I skipped over that part. Yeah. I just always think that's interesting. But the, the claim the claim of the anti semitism <laughs> though is that they think that the line of Judah, which is actually where you get the word Jew, is a false line. And that it basically they're calling all the Jews liars, and so that that is a rather anti-Semitic belief. We we that, that's the complete the point. <laughs> we are just about sorry for the Torah lesson. End of time. So, so want to make sure if uh, Redmi, oh, if you have great. anything else you want to add. Nothing. Uh, just that I've been watching y'all since I was sixteen, uh, twenty three. Now I have wow. a kid. Uh, really a cre- hey, appreciate the work that you guys are doing. Hey, um, and Ian. I love you, but sometimes you piss me off. <laughs> Welcome to my world, man. That's how my mind thinks about myself. Right on, man. Thanks for calling in, dude. Really yeah, do appreciate really. it. Thanks for being Make member. videos, too. Uh, You're inspirational. And uh, next time you come to Nashville, come and see, uh, do a fan meetup or something. I took off work to go to the Redneck Riviera and didn't end up happening. I, I was going to do it. I said, fuck these guys. But... They said to me, there are kids here walking around. If someone does show up, you're putting them in danger. And I yep. was like, okay, man, I can't do it. So I would love to do like a heavily well, secure Yeah, I've got family in West Virginia, so I hope to We'll figure it out, man. Today. Yeah, uh, dude, the club, once we have it up and running, it's going to be lit. All right, man, thanks for calling in. Cheers. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. And, uh, and we'll wind things up. Went a little bit longer than I wanted to because I know you got to bounce, Charlie. We're but good. Thanks I, for hanging I, out. I love hanging out with you guys. Really I, special I, thing I you have going. Love the, I love the religion talk. That was absolutely fascinating. Oh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that the Spanish Inquisition shits on Christianity. I'm just saying that consolidating the power of religion in one place no, can I, allow for things like the Spanish I, Inquisition. I agree with that. That's why I believe in the small d democratization of the word. More people reading the word, the better the world. All right, man. Thanks for hanging out with us, Charlie, and for everybody who's a member. Seriously, God bless. thank you all so much. I can't tell you how, ex- how excited I am for this for this poker club because I was talking shit. I got really pissed off Saturday. Basically, long I'm story. I'm going to build my own. Exactly. <laughs> the long story short of it is I, I, I hang out at this local casino all the time in the poker room and at the table games. It's a, it's a one-two game. It's a $300, $60 to $300 buy-in. I like to buy in at the bottom at 60 bucks and just see if I can earn my way up. Some days I do really well. I basically do, do well enough. And some guy got mad that I beat him, started talking insane shit. They wouldn't do anything about it. And I'm like, I'm going to make my own poker club. And we're going to make our elite social club, and it's going to be close by, and we're going to attract all the cool people. I'm going to come hang out all the and time. And it's going to be fun. So that's <laughs> what we're doing, and I hope to see you all there. So thanks for hanging out. The floor plan has just been drawn up. They're doing plumbing on the first floor. We have one of the tables for the games already under construction. I'm talking with local government about what we need to do to get a license. It is happening. Thanks for hanging out, and we'll see you all next time. Happy Easter. Thanks, Cheers guys. Up. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.